0: Hello, it's Nia and Trent from the Trident Network's Tournament Podcast.
1: We just wanted to pop in and tell you about the Tourney Pod, where each week we pit different pieces of pop culture against each other in a March Madness style tournament. We try to cover everything from movies
0: to TV shows to music to random stuff, like our hotly contested Best Pasta Shape Bracket.
1: You can listen to the Tournament Podcast and all other Trident Network shows wherever you get your podcasts. We
0: hope you'll become an attorney at Pod soon enough, and remember, may, may the, the with the most votes win
1: oh my god Welcome to Disney Adult, a podcast where Chicago comedians review Disney properties from the perspective of adults. Now, I know what you're thinking. Something seems different here. Something's changed, a little more festive. Is that eggnog I smell? Maybe jingle bells in the background? That's because we're doing a very Marvel Christmas. Yes, because Marvel is now part of the House of Mouse, we thought, what better selection to review for the rotten little holiday season? And that's not all we have more holiday cheer for you because we are releasing a new Disney adult episode every single day from Black Friday through the end of the year. Yes. We've been working hard banking episodes and we'll be working our way through the MCU release schedule starting with Iron Man and hopefully, fingers crossed, making it the whole way to Spider-Man No Way Home. I mean, we are still in a post-pandemic world and at any point... You know, we could be back in lockdown. So if all goes well, we'll be able to get them all done. Now, of course, we don't expect you to follow along with us. That is a lot of podcasts. Although if you wanted to, could be fun, could be kind of cool, part of a movement. Um, But if you can't, no worries. Hop in, hop out, pace yourself, maybe watch along and listen to us. The great thing about these episodes is that they'll be here for as long as you need. So watch them the whole way into next year if you want. And who better to navigate you through the MCU rewatch than a bunch of random comedians you've never met and probably never will. We're starting at the beginning, the original, the start of a legacy, of course. And of course I am joined by my husband by law, Andy Mahalik, and my wife by comedy, Sarah Blance. We're kicking off this marathon with hot Mac daddy and former nuclear arms dealer with a huge pile of money and an even huger pile of black Hanes tank top. Hey, he's Tony Stark, Iron Man. So, without further ado, here we go. Oh my God! Hi. <laughs> Hello. How are you two this morning? Fantastic.
2: I feel at peace.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh we are. This is the first episode of our um. Our Marvel season. We are kicking off this marathon with Sarah Blantz and Andy Mahalek, who we had a sleepover last night and we watched <laughs> this movie, and it is now 10 a.m. Um, and I don't know about you two, but I am
2: it's 1205 p.m. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> oh my god. But we're talking about Iron Man today. Um I'm gonna start with you. We're gonna add this to the podcast. Uh, Sarah, are you, and feel free to be honest, are you a fan of the MCU?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I hesitate because something happened recently where I thought maybe I'm not.
0: What was that thing?
2: Well, see, I like Marvel. I like the movies. I don't like Captain America Mm -hmm. except for Winter Soldier. Okay. I don't like Thor except for Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Uh, I've the Hulk. I could take him or leave him. Yeah, (laughs) I don't care about the Hulk. I do identify most with the Hulk, but like I think
1: the easier way is who do you like?
2: (laughs) Well, other than the nine that I just mentioned,
1: (laughs) (laughs) you loved Black Panther because we saw the and that's so funny. And we should mention this. I think back when we lived together at three three one eight, I asked you if you liked superhero movies because I've always loved marvel i'm i'm more excited for these episodes than any of the episodes we've done so far and i think just being nice you were like yeah i love these movies put them on yeah but in my brain i registered that as sarah loves marvel and i think i've made you see every (laughs) single movie and i'm
2: grateful for that
1: (laughs) and then when we were doing this you're like yeah i kind of don't like these movies and (laughs) i was like i've made you see 30 of them (laughs)
2: no it's not that I don't I love them I just am very particular about the ones I love guardians of the galaxy very good love
1: mm-hmm.
2: um all the others
1: you take them or leave <laughs> You're them not alone.
2: I've I have seen them all though
1: you because I've made so you I've
2: put, I put in the work so I'm allowed to have an opinion sure. it'll
1: be really really cool to see to talk to people because there are definitely going to be people in this as we do all these episodes that are only watching the one thing I asked them to watch and they have no context of the rest of it. Uh, I will Those say, I'm excited uh, for. I
2: like them enough to be offended when someone tells me they don't like
1: them. I agree with you. Yeah, tell us your um, how much you like these movies. Me? Yeah, are you an MCU um, fan?
0: Yes, but I am, I am a big MCU fan, but I felt like maybe like you, Sarah, where for a long time I was hesitant to say that because I know nerddom is like a very big culture and like uh, an identity for a lot of people where they feel very safe in comic book culture. So I'm very particular when I say I am a Marvel MCU fan because I am a super-duper fan of the MCU, but I don't claim to know the most about the comics and all of that.
1: Yeah, and that's a lot of stuff to know. I mean, I read comics growing up, but I grew up in a very small town, And pretty poor. So I really could only ever read the comics I could get my hands on, um, which a lot of times were like whatever was in the school library, they would have a small collection. Or like if we would go to Pittsburgh, I remember, because Pittsburgh had comic shops and we would stop and I'd be able to get a couple. But um, I always felt like comic books I could never get into
0: because there were decades already of this huge culture and I never knew where to start. And which compared to the movies it's like you there is a start.
1: <laughs> and it is also weird cuz it's the only media or medium where you can jump in at any time. You're not going to know everything, but comics are sort of written to explain like when somebody comes in, it'll have like um a blo- like a block of exposition that makes no sense of like this guy is so and so, mad scientist who mm-hmm. ran his car sure, off the road. Sure, sure. Um, but it is—it's weird to start because then you always do feel like you're missing something. and You want to get the whole story, but I mean, when I've never felt that way. No, 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 no. You <laughs> are...
2: <laughs> I read Family Circus a lot growing up. Um, what is a Family Circus comic that I read? What was, was Family Circus? I
0: just couldn't uh, start in the middle of that yeah. <laughs> that story. Family Circus was uh, like, like a, a little Sunday family comic. Yeah. Oh, In the newspaper, oh, like <laughs> newspaper comic. Okay, okay. Next to Kathy,
1: I, did. I loved, I love <laughs> the Gar- Garfield I, issues.
0: I
2: think I might be Kathy
0: and Marmaduke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we should start a podcast reviewing Sunday We're <laughs> newspaper, Sunday funnies, <laughs> Sunday, the funnies. Sunday funnies. <laughs> where were we um well let's let's jump (laughs) in
2: i was gonna say seriously though the only comic book i've ever read was watchmen and i don't even know if that's marvel it's
1: dc and it's supposed to be very good but boo boo (laughs) (laughs) let's jump right into the plot similar to our other episodes we're gonna read through the plot and jump in with any thoughts feel free to interrupt me that's something i keep saying on the podcast because i will just be able to talk and talk and talk um Interrupt me if any thoughts and opinions. We're going to go through the plot, and then at the very end, we're going to answer some questions.
0: Is this Wikipedia or like Marvel? This Wikipedia? is Wikipedia.
1: No, 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 no. This okay. is uh, so it's
2: definitely a hundred percent accurate. A
1: hundred percent accurate, um, and also. Written by the people, for the people. You can tell, and as I've done this podcast, because I've read every single plot review off of Wikipedia, you can really tell which movies have a larger fan base than which. Like Bugs Life was two paragraphs. (laughs) This this plot here is unnecessarily dense. I can't wait. Let's do it. Because it's written by Marvel fans. All right. Tony Stark, who has inherited the defense contract Stark- Industries from his late father Howard Stark is in war torn Afghanistan with his friend and military liaison Lieutenant Colonel Lieutenant Colonel Colonel. (laughs) Lieutenant Colonel James Rhodes to demonstrate the new Jericho missile. After the demonstration, the convoy is ambushed and Stark is critically wounded by a missile used by the attackers, one from his own company. He is captured and imprisoned in. A cave by a terrorist group called the Ten Rings.
2: Okay, my first impression of Tony Stark, not great. You hated him. I
1: hated him. <laughs> you he is an asshole. In
2: the first, like, I'm like, I hope this fucking guy dies. And that's the end of the movie. The villain <laughs> wins in this one.
1: Did you, by the end of the movie, did you like him anymore?
2: Uh, I did, and that makes me mad. <laughs>
1: I like to hold on to my prejudices. He really against people. grew. He does grow because he is an asshole at the beginning. And he,
0: I also got so mad that, like, when Stark Industries missile lands next to him, the fact that that's the first time ever he was like, "Oh, this I could also be hurt by a weapon I create." Like that, whole, yeah. his whole <laughs> thing, right? That yeah. goes to a cave. He's like, "Wait a minute, the enemies have access to my weapons." Like, yeah, that's. That's how that works.
2: It seems kind of like a huge oversight for a scientific <laughs> genius, genius who can build a missile with little to never think that scrap metal. Yeah. Ne- in, there's have you never seen what's that movie with Nicolas Cage in it?
0: Face Wicker Man. <laughs> National Treasure. No, it's about uh, the Pig.
2: It's about the whole arms race.
1: Oh, uh, rat it, race. Uh-huh. Uh, Ghost Rider. <laughs> I don't even think he's in rap. Moonstruck. Um, Moonstruck. He's don't like a little. He, I think Moonstruck is good. He's like con
0: Air.
2: Lord of War. Never. Lord. Heard I've one.
1: never even heard of that. Wow, what a career for somebody! I just want hates. you to know,
2: I didn't turn this on out of interest.
1: <laughs> this
2: was a movie night pick.
1: What movie was he in where he was a con artist?
2: Con Air. No. Con air.
1: He's not a con
0: artist in that. He's, he's a prisoner, like a, isn't
1: he? He's like a hillbilly well, with a
2: daughter. He, I felt conned at the end no, of the movie. No, you're thinking of
0: Matchstick Man.
1: Ugh. Great movie. Great movie. You should watch Match. But that's not what this podcast is about. Well, Let's we're, do
2: a we're, Nicolas Cage <laughs> podcast where he has so many. Mo- Gone in 60 Seconds, <laughs> Snake Eyes. I don't know how I know all of this.
1: Ooh, we did, name, we did name 30 Thief. of them.
0: Isn't he in that one? Probably. Yeah.
1: We digress. Um, he's in that movie he's where all the nightmares. parents turn into uh, serial killers and they kill their children. What That the sounds fuck? like a good movie. It was like a, uh, a horror comedy. I never watched it. I don't know if it, it sounds got It hilarious. Good right?
0: <laughs> I think like... Tony Stark, it's reasonable to think that he inherited this company from his dad, so maybe he never did have to like deal with the moral consequences of things because he was just born into it. Yeah. But it did seem a bit odd.
1: Billionaires... are supposed to be so smart? Yeah. So smart. Billionaires are notoriously void of empathy. That's true. So it would make sense that he would in no way...
2: I would love to be a billionaire and void of empathy.
1: Yeah, both sound like be a dream. It so much better. It, it sounds like that saying, ignorance is bliss. At least oh, yeah. once a week, I think, I wish I was so dumb to not know how bad everything is.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that at least once a day. Ugh.
1: I liked Tony, and I don't remember how I felt about him when I first watched this, like back in 2011 or when it came out. Eight, 2008. But I liked him because I think I knew him now, like rewatching it is after you've gone through. The journey of the Marvel movies—you can't, you almost can't watch them the same way again because you know what's going to happen to them, and and you see so many things. Um, I
2: still kind of don't like him. That arrogant side of him—I can't get over it. Yeah. I'll never let it go. I hold grudges. I'm a Pisces. Your team,
0: Captain America.
2: He's a little bit you of a pussy for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> him. I'm like team you're a Hawkeye girl. <laughs> I mean, he only speaks when necessary.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He lives in the middle of nowhere. It's
0: like, is it true? Is it necessary? Is
2: it kind? kind? (laughs) It's almost never necessary. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing you could ever say (laughs) will ever be necessary.
0: (laughs) So you're you're team
1: Groot. Groot. You are Groot, yeah.
2: And I like that Dave Bautista, is that his name?
1: Dave Bautista. Very cool. I think what? he has two lesbian moms. That's why cool.
2: Doesn't that make so sense? Cool. Yeah.
1: They, there's that thing on the internet that's like bi-wife energy where mm-hmm. men who are so secure in their sexuality and are like the kindest men in the world is because they're married to bisexual women. And like after I heard that, I was like, I see that bi-wife energy all the oh, time. Yeah. I never heard. Lesbian mom energy is the same one. Like <laughs> yeah. grown men who are like really masculine but so compassionate. I've known Ugh. two different men in my life where I'm like, the moment they said they had two moms, I was like, "That answers yes. everything."
2: Or, or similarly, like you have only they have only sisters.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Older like, sisters and like yeah. a ton of them mm-hmm. to be outnumbered. That's healthy. All men should be raised in a house where they're completely outnumbered by women.
2: <laughs> Kick the dads out too. Honestly, it only it's it only gets worse. Speaking of. <laughs>
1: Stark has insane daddy issues. Like, oh, yeah, man. It really, really bad. Um, and also that Jericho missile, whenever they showed it off, and it like was like this one little missile that went up into the it sky. It was like a
2: firework it, of missiles. It
1: was bonkers. It made me think like war is truly more horrific than we've ever.
2: Who set up that demonstration? How did they pick what they were going to destroy? Yeah.
1: Who gets to this, this decide which? Did
2: we make sure there was no one there when we blew nope. it up?
1: Absolutely not. They and just... for
2: what? I hate America. <laughs> you can quote me on that. <laughs>
1: it is. Cr- and another weird thing to think about this is like it came out in such a different time. Like this came oh, out in yeah. 2008, which is well over 10 years ago. That's like oh God. <laughs> two presidents ago this came out. And at the beginning of a president... Uh, anyway. Um, so he is captured by the Ten Rings, and they keep him captive um, in this cave with a doctor who implants an electromagnetic... Uh, implants an electromagnet into Stark's chest to keep shrapnel shards that wounded him from reaching his heart and killing him. Now, I don't really know how shrapnel shards work, this sounds like one of the things that's written into a comic that was like, yeah, we're just going to go with it. Um, that seems weird that that I would happen. I think
0: that's in more things than just Iron Man. Shrapnel think, shards, uh, keeping them away from your heart. I but think. where are like, they? I think there's there's a thing where it's like your heart draws the the metal towards it. Is it Magneto
2: does that to someone? Um, well, you have electricity oh, yeah. in your heart. Is that what we're getting at here?
1: No, <laughs> we don't know what we're getting at. I think what you're thinking of, babe, is that in
2: shrapnel in your heart in general is a terrible idea.
1: Yeah, but why would it be
0: moving towards your heart? Is it in his bloodstream? If
1: it's in his bloodstream, that then doesn't it makes sense. It, that's what I'm saying. Is here. I don't really know what that. Where's it going to go? Well,
2: I mean, anything that you're stuck with will travel in your body over but, time. I guess what I'm saying is, but like,
1: when
0: he gets unplugged, it's like I have moments. <laughs> Moments before the shrapnel enters, oh,
2: so it's like I
0: don't know what happens there, but he gets unplugged a couple
1: times and he's like, Oh no,
2: ah, yeah, we can let's phone a doctor,
1: yeah, who cares? Science fiction, he has a light bulb in his chest, that's all we're getting (laughs) at, really. Uh, and then he they make him build these weapons because they're like, You're gonna, and it's this organization called the Ten Rings, which is insane because we just saw Shang-Chi. 12 years later it's the same organization that organization that Wenwu runs this is like some cell from his organization that kidnapped Tony Stark
0: but here's what
1: I'm
2: gonna say I'm gonna (laughs) say
1: it it. I don't think they they planned this far far in advance no but it's nice to have such a catalog to pull from that you're like why not that? That's just them saying we There's have one s- movie. Let's throw as much as we can. In Let's continue a little bit. Um, the Ten Rings leader, Raza, offers Stark freedom in exchange for building a Jericho missile for the group. This big missile that turns into a firework and blows up a mountain range. But he and Yinsen know that Raza will not keep his words. Stark and Yinsen secretly build a small, powerful electric generator called an arc reactor to power Stark's electromagnet and, uh, electromagnet and his prototype suit and powered armor to aid their escape. Although they keep the suit hidden, almost to completion, the Ten Rings discover the hostages intentions to attack the workshop. I want to talk about this. Yeah, because this- Yinsen sacrifices himself, which was... So essentially, like, this... They find out that they're building this big suit. They rush in, and then... Um, yinson sacrifices himself to give tony just enough time to like because they're always like downloading files or whatever when you <laughs> need right. when you need tension come in an action scene it's like have it's a like, file that have needs them to download.
2: download the file
1: it, if that were me i'd have to unplug and restart the computer because right. i'm not connected to the vpn or some <laughs> bullshit <laughs> so so sorry sorry um my computer went blank so if you could just start at the beginning of the hallway again and rush <laughs> i think that'll be just enough time for me <laughs> unbelievable <laughs>
0: They show, they use language barrier as the reason that these, the 10 rings can't figure out what Tony's up to, even though they show multiple visuals of the 10 rings watching Iron Man on a camera with a glowing circle in his chest that wasn't there a minute ago. And then they literally show footage of him extending his leg with a metallic, like... Robot leg. Oh, yeah. But they use language as if, like, because we don't speak English. We we, don't know what they're doing. We can't figure out. He's not building a missile. He's building a
1: robot. Yeah. Incredible. Nobody checks in on this? Nobody checks in on them. Um, The leader's probably too busy being hot as hell, in my opinion. (laughs) Wow.
2: Absolutely not. Not in my house.
1: Did we think? Okay, so we meet Tony Stark. Do we think Tony Stark is hot in this movie? Mm. I do. I really was I surprised d- by how hot I thought he was rewatching toward it. Toward
2: the end, when he had the hair thing, he was all dirty, for sure. Yeah. The weird way that he grooms his facial hair. The
1: There were uh, a lot of hair choices in this movie. Oh, that was
2: ooh, who who had the hair piece that uh, was uh, happy? Happy is <laughs>
1: very unfortunate. Happy has this <laughs> straight across hairline that is from <laughs> temple to temple. John Favreau. John poor John Favreau. Not a cute. Who directed this, by the way?
2: He's so talented. He's so talented. Annoying. Yeah.
1: And Tony's hair looked his facial hair looked insane. He had this tiny black mustache that started on his lip Mm -hmm. and moved (laughs) halfway up to his nose. Most mustaches, I feel like, start at the nose and then they go out. Right. His started at the lip and went up oh. about halfway and then stopped. It's very John Waters. Ooh. He looks um. like he would drive a race car with that facial hair. Mm-hmm. Sure.
2: Or like own a haunted house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then we see the first I- like iteration of the Iron Man suit which is like real clunky. It's from the comics. It looks comic accurate. It still
2: looked better than I remember it. it looked yeah, so
1: cool. Sure. And when he started beating like, the shit out of those people, all three of us watching it were like, oh, this movie is serious. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, he's fucking these people's day up. <laughs> like he's not shooting or anything. He's just like, and they like go through a brick wall. It was crazy. But I would I love loved to do it. that to some people. It was so cool. And also I remember watching this at when it came out and I was like, this movie is serious. We just rewatched the Spider-Mans. Mm-hmm. And while they're great. spider Yeah, the Spider Men. Toby McGuire. While they're great, oh my God. they are so campy. They are very campy and very much like, this is a superhero movie. This one, watching Iron Man, I was like, oh, this guy is serious. And this if this were to happen, this this could happen. Can you like please do
2: happen. an episode on Spider Man three?
1: Spider-Man Three is.
2: Can I be on that one? Yeah,
1: it is a tragic disaster.
2: Toby, what are you doing, man?
1: What if we did just a short, like, what if we did a little promo where we just reacted to watching it? We just put <laughs> up like literally our oh, our no. cell phones and recorded ourselves <laughs> watching him walk down the street, oh, pointing God. and doing those dances.
2: Oh, uh, I'm so embarrassed.
1: Uh, it's so, oh, <laughs> my God. So then Stark escapes. He's uh, rescued by. James Rody, who is replaced by um
2: Don Cheadle.
1: Don Cheadle. Who is the actor who Terrence, Terrence, Howard. Terrence Howard? Howard. I knew his name last night when I was high and then I forgot it now <laughs> when I'm sober. Um, Terrence Howard Howard was a better James Rody I think. Absolutely. Oh way better. But he's like kind of an a hole in real life. So I'm glad that it went to um,
2: Mr. Cheadle.
1: Cheadle, who's great but just doesn't have like no that same energy.
0: Good casting choice right from the get-go, though, was uh, Jarvis slash Who Becomes Vision. It was so nice that—so I watched this whole movie thinking, like, how much did they know was
1: gonna right. be? Yeah, the MCU. You're looking for holes. You're looking for ways to bring them. Back. I really was
0: because I know I had <laughs> heard. Yes, you're looking
1: for things to complain about. Absolutely, I Classic am. Classic Andy.
0: Classic me. I was like, you didn't know this was gonna be.
1: You a guys thing. aren't so cool. You didn't know. You
0: were, got lucky. You got lucky. Meanwhile, I'm like,
1: hey, that guy. Yeah, and you're then, riding the middle. I'm in the opposite end where I'm like simping too hard. I'm like, they're geniuses. They laid it. Out
0: Um, I wasn't, yeah, so when I heard Jarvis, I was like, oh, that's cool that they got not only, like, a good voice, but a good actor. That, they lucked out there. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And that wasn't until later that
1: I started to realize it was planned from the get-go. I know. It'd be cool to go back and we don't have the time to do it now. But it'd be cool to go back and look at his career and see where he was in 2008 because like Tom Hiddleston is a big deal now but he was nobody before he played Loki.
2: When uh, when, when did A Knight's Tale come out? Because he was in that. He was
0: in that. He was, he was in like great. The Astronaut's Wife or one of those time-traveling astronaut from space. He's English, right? Yeah. yeah. The
2: fucking English. They're so They're good. They're so good. They're so talented. It's a uh,
1: fuck. Um, Why
2: me? why <laughs> here
1: why now <laughs> <laughs> so he's rescued he's rescued by Rhodey and um is taken back he holds his press conference almost immediately where he says I am not going to uh I'm no longer going to make weapons uh, and everybody loses it um he has what's the bad guy's name he has a funny name Obadiah Obadiah Stain <laughs> <laughs> And Obadiah Stane, who helps run his... There's two people who help run Stark Industries. Obadiah Stane and Pepper Potts. Pepper Potts is essentially, like, his executive assistant, but more acts as, like, chief operating officer. Whereas, I feel like Obadiah Stane operates essentially as CEO so that Tony can be a playboy and go out and do whatever he wants.
2: Like, yeah, tinker with shit.
1: How do we feel about Obadiah Stane? I also have to say, kind of hot...
2: No, <laughs> it's upsetting.
1: Just me. Not hot. Not great hot at villain. All. Great villain. Great villain. Doesn't vibes.
0: overplay it. Plays it hard
1: enough.
2: Makes me feel very slimy.
1: Yeah, he has a slimy vibe about like
2: him. Like I, he doesn't make me feel good. Mm.
1: Which is great hot. acting. <laughs> He was really good and he's really against this whole thing because he knows and we find out later that he is the he essentially paid the Ten Rings to kidnap and, and kill kill Tony Stark. But Could then the you Ten Rings. Imagine? Right? And then the <laughs> Ten Rings instead, I think, decided to have him build a missile before they killed him. Um which build one missile. Have him build a bunch. Just keep him there. Give him a Netflix <laughs> password. <laughs> if you're gonna do it, do it um and then tony sets out to start building his own uh iron man suit he wants to make it bigger and better and he's like starts tinkering it i lo- i loved all the scenes the montage of him like learning how to use yeah. the suit and stuff was really With cool funny and funny
2: robot. yeah
1: the robot is a great character um we used to ask on the podcast who is a horse who has horse energy, oh, yeah. the robot would the have robot. horse. Arm, He'd yep, be the horse. For sure. <laughs> At a charity event held by Stark Industries, reporter Christine Everhart informed Stark that his company's weapons were recently delivered to the Ten Rings and are being used to attack Yinsen's home village. She somehow Thomeira. had
2: these photos. Like, where, where, who?
0: Reporters and comic books are such, like, so much... ...cooler than they are in Right? Real life. Yeah. Like, you think of, like, April... ...or, like, even the guy in Spidey... ...like, the old man, like, give me the news! Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, I don't know. They make them so cool that they always have...
1: I didn't know how I felt about her... ...and her character in this movie at first. One, there are a little bit... ...and this is a little more rare, I think, in Marvel movies. They've been pushing the envelope a little more... ...for, like, blockbuster movies. But this was in 2008... There was a her role was very sexist, yeah, of and course. and very much like she was a hard hitting journalist reporter, but then also just like slept with Tony because he's well. It's like cool how
0: do you show that Tony Stark is a playboy, a billionaire playboy Sleep with a journalist, but not
1: waste <laughs> time on like just any random person? She has to be integral enough that she comes in the story, but not enough of a person that she would, I guess, say no to him. I don't know. It was so weird that she was so.
2: Against felt- him
1: and such, like a uh, an antagonistic reporter, to then turn around and be like but I would love for you to suck on these titties. (laughs) (laughs) It felt very Batman, like the early Batmans
0: were every woman, like Nicole Kidman, Michelle Pfeiffer were like, I just, I'm here to sleep
1: with you. I'm here to do my job, but I can't help resist. And then Pepper Potts. So
0: at that same party, I had problems with how he treats Pepper Potts. One, I was thinking like, if you are someone's personal assistant for years, and then spoiler alert, you become eventually their wife. How does that work?
2: How's the power dynamic in that relationship?
0: Yeah. You
1: pointed out a good, she has almost a good monologue about it. It's it's a little loose, but she does have a monologue where she sort of says, like, because later he starts hitting on her at a party because he's, mm-hmm. like, falling uh-huh. in love with her. Yeah. She, and she has to, like, take him outside and be like you don't understand like this might be nothing to you cuz you're the C.E.R. or whatever but like people will treat me different people will treat all this stuff and it was almost a good monologue yeah. but then at the end of the day she still loves him so she kind of wants it to happen anyway yeah um so it was a little it was a I'm little I'm just trying cuz
2: i'm i'm trying. i just because I'm an executive assistant, <laughs> I'm like, oh She's so much no. better than anybody who's ever
1: done any sort of executive assistant work with a CEO. Like, she's the Nothing real kills hero, a boner. honestly. Nothing yeah. kills a boner. More than having to like pick up after some she rich like, person. She yeah. literally
0: sends that reporter who he sleeps with home. Like, yeah, gross.
1: She's buying paintings for him. Yeah. Like There's a scene where she's like, we really need to close the deal on this painting that you really want, but I think it's overpriced. And he's like, yeah, whatever, go pick it up. She's like, okay, I guess I'm going to spend half of my day ordering this painting from the middle of nowhere. Well, maybe
2: if a man told him it, he wasn't worth it, you know, maybe then he'd say no, you know? Yeah. Let's talk about what this is really about. <laughs> I don't even
1: think if, there, if, if he was a man that Tony would even have him around. <laughs> I think Tony only right, wants to be surrounded right. by hot women and a man with the last name Stain. At a charity event held by Stark Industries, this Christine Everhart comes up uh, to Stark and reveals that while he's said to stop selling his weapons, somebody is selling his weapons. So he Stark dons the new armor and he flies to Afghanistan where he saves the villagers. While flying home, Stark is attacked by an F-22 Raptor. Uh, he reveals his secret identity to Rhodes over the phone in an attempt to end the attack. Meanwhile, the 10 rings gather the pieces of Tony Stark's prototype suit and meet up with Stane because he's working for the 10 rings or he's like in cahoots with them. Um, who has been the trafficking arms to the 10 rings and staged a coup to replace Stark from Stark Industries you're looking at me crazy. It's just like a lot of information. It's a lot of information, but it made sense. It was it's so formulaic of those early or late 2000 early and late 2000s uh superhero movies where you're like, "Oh, of course, the the guy who you thought was the best friend is a secret bad guy." That's all we really
0: needed to know. Gotcha. Yeah. That that was just like in terms of a plot synopsis, like <laughs> okay, Iron Man blows him up and then comes back home and figures out
1: and Iron Man like when he saves these people in Afghanistan he once again it's so fun I mean it's so fun to watch him just slap people around yeah Yeah. more so than use any of the gadgets and stuff it's funny to see him backhand somebody and they go through a concrete wall wall. yeah (laughs)
0: Why is this, that? Uh, this Iron Man <laughs> felt heavier the whole movie. I was like, this yeah. suit is heavy. When and he it,
1: punches, you sh- can like yeah. boom. Yeah. Yeah. And it's he's so cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I will say whenever I watched this as a kid, because I, I kind of read comics and stuff, and I did not care about Iron Man. And they were they said they were going to make a movie about Iron Man, and I was rolling my eyes. All I wanted was more like X-Men movies. And I was like, this is so stupid that they're doing this. But this is a great way to kick off this franchise, because it is... Let me ask you, as somebody who doesn't like him, (laughs) did you find it to be an objectively good movie? Yes. Okay. Did you? Yeah, I disagree
0: with you. I I mean, obviously it worked. I think it's a bold choice to start with Iron Man and the Hulk, because I couldn't give a crap about Iron Man. And I do think this movie is well-made, and that's what, like... It makes you care about What makes it, if it was even a slightly less... good movie, then this whole thing could have fallen apart because he ain't Spider-Man.
2: Do we it, know if Robert Downey Jr. was the first choice?
0: I think so. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that is also makes like... sense.
1: If he wasn't Iron Man, mm-hmm. like, you don't... Exactly. And a little background on this is... So there's a few things. One, Marvel... This was essentially an independent film at the time. Marvel Studios, it was their first time they were producing their own movie. They had always sold their rights to other studios because the comics weren't doing well and they needed the money so they can sell for like $40 million, they can sell the rights of Spider-Man to Fox for them to do all their Fox, or Sony for them to do all the movies and stuff. This was the first time they were doing it and they were creating it in-house. Also, in the comics, Iron Man goes through a, a phase of alcoholism And like drug, and it's like it's a really good story, and because they were getting, they were able to get him to do this. I think people thought that they could build it into this alcoholism storyline because Robert Downey Jr. had like famously suffered with alcohol abuse, Uh, and then because of this, like what's her name, Pepper Potts, Gwyneth Gwyneth Paltrow heard about it and was like, I would love to do this. I normally wouldn't do this type of movies, but she's loved. Robert Downey Jr. And she said Aww. that was one of the reasons she did it. That's nice. And uh, Favreau directing it. Everybody loves Jon Favreau. So they were like, oh, this could actually be something. And I feel like Marvel's really been leaning on that a lot to get oh, a lot yeah. of people. <laughs> I feel like throughout the years, they are always like, I mean, we are doing something pretty incredible by having 78 movies all connect. If well, you at this like point, to yeah. Do. yeah.
0: Because you can be a robotic voice with five lines in Iron Man in 2008 and get your own Disney plus series in
1: 2020. How bonkers. The guy, there's a movie, a moment in here where like Obadiah Stane like grabs some scientist by the neck and was like, you need to make the arc reactor work. That guy comes back for like a two line cameo in the spider-man movie with um where they're in paris or whatever or oh, Italy. In, oh, uh, yeah like he's that at the is bar yeah nuts yeah <sighs> that is crazy could you imagine you're an extra and then 10 years down the road honey i'm doing another marvel movie <laughs> Well and I love I
2: would love that. <laughs> that
1: would be
0: wonderful. So there's an interview with like uh, the guy who plays Agent Colson, how he was like, I knew I was in this movie, but I also knew like I could easily get cut from this movie as we were editing. So I was hoping that I would be in it. And then you're like, Agent Colson didn't know if he'd be in Iron Man. It's so wow.
1: nuts. At break. <laughs> Don't wanna talk about the weather or the pandemic? Me either. No Wrong Answers, Non-Burning Questions to Kickstart Conversations is a conversation card game where you can ask life's least pressing but most important questions. Why talk about vaccine rates when you could debate questions like which cereal mascot would be the best kisser? Or you own a boutique candle shop? What is your least popular scent? These are the burning questions you should be asking. This card game is created by two of my friends, my personal friends, Paula Skaggs and Josh Linden. Yes, I have friends talented enough to create a card game. And if you love me, you'll love them and you'll love this game. No Wrong Answers is a deck of 70 plus conversation starters that you'll come back to and debate over and over again. This is great for dinner parties, it's great for Zoom happy hours, first dates, classrooms, prison visits, fast food drive-throughs, it literally, there's no place that these conversation starters won't work. Holidays are right around the corner somehow. And this would make a great gift. It would make a great thing to put out on the table to, you know, generate conversation between you and your family. You know how hard it is to catch up after you haven't seen each other in the year. What are you going to talk about the fact that you share blood? No, you're going to reach for one of these cards and you're going to get the conversation started. And if it doesn't get better than that, a portion of the proceeds go to the Greater Chicago Food Depository. I mean, come on. Listeners can use the code Trident for 10% off of their purchase. Go to no wrong Once again, no and use trident for 10% off of your purchase. I mean, come on y'all, this is fun talk and <laughs> not small talk.
0: Like the glue of so many of the movies, who gets his own TV show mm-hmm.
1: was like, well, I had a couple lines. Hopefully, they keep me
0: in. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: And even after they, spoiler alert uh, for the future ones, after he dies in one of the movies <gasps> and they bring him back, Just he, kidding, I knew that. he gets brought back still in Captain Marvel because yeah. they go back in time. Yeah. How fun. That's what you need to do. You're going to be like be a if anybody ever offers you a Marvel movie no matter what you take it cuz you like could come janitor, back like yeah. janitor. Take it. In 20 years you could be you an alien know. spy. <laughs> <laughs> um so he we find out that Stain is a bad guy. Um Stark sends Potts to hack into his database. This was maybe my favorite scene in the it's entire a great movie. Scene. This is a fun Pepper Potts is so good. Pepper Potts sneaks into this guy's office. She puts a flash drive in his computer and starts downloading these files. And he Downloading files. They're taking Once again. Down. Once again. We should keep a downloading files like uh, it's tracker. It's a great plot <laughs> device. It's a great because you, you get can't a great. Read, you get files vi- are downloaded. You get a visual <laughs> of like how much time it's like also a countdown. Also, why do laptops' operating systems never look like anything you've ever seen right? before? <laughs> I feel like, wouldn't Google or somebody be like, yeah, cool, like, use our yeah. ship, or like, I'll pay you to use it? But no. I just love how, also, flash
0: drives, like in these movies, they just plug it in and it runs, where it's like, flash drives the yeah. way we use them it's like okay now i gotta find that yeah. also it's, it's called no name <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's oh it's full okay yeah. hold on
1: and why did i just <laughs> save it as that random generated net like numbers you, and there's letters like that an come up?
2: old youtube video of you like, uh, on. <laughs> oh, oh
1: two gigabytes this file's four i can't delete that i was gonna post that
0: i'm gonna print it <laughs> Also,
1: I love, I love whenever they're downloading in movies how the um Whatever downloading or loading messages are, are perfect exposition for exactly what you needed to see. Downloading the files for Iron Man, Tony Stark. World (laughs) Destroyer, file number one. (laughs) But it is a good scene because you feel the tension in the scene the whole time. I did think, like, Pepper Potts, we got to work on your poker face because she was was getting
2: hives. She was was (laughs) caught.
0: When he's like, where are we going
2: to (gasps) do Great acting. <laughs> She's
1: so good. She, she was is so good very in this. Good.
2: I don't I don't wanna like her.
1: She Nobody is, does. In fact,
2: I don't I don't like her, but damn, is she talented?
1: She's so good in this. She's so <sighs> talented, but she is like
2: the worst.
0: Oy, oy, oy. We've all read the stories.
1: Yeah. You um, guys
2: get gooped. She p- that's her thing, right? Goop, goop or
1: something. Glops. <laughs> which <laughs> Glops. I'm
0: watching Modern Family and I think they make fun of her during it. Because Haley works for a company called, like, Spork or something. And it feels very
2: goop
1: energy. (laughs) It would be so weird to, like not like a celebrity that maybe you met in the industry and they're like, what if we write a whole season about them? <laughs> like <laughs> it's like the ultimate Bourbon. high school bullying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like high school, they're like, well if you don't like each other, you just like stay away and then the teenage is like, no, they're following me and they're like making a mini series about me. <laughs> you like guys that. have to do something <laughs> uh, Sag after it's like, oh, sorry, there's yeah. nothing we could do. I mean, people are money talks, to, uh, money talks. <laughs> um, so we find out that he is a bad guy. She finds this out. She discovers that Stain has hired the 10 rings to kill Stark, but the group uh renegotiated when they realized that they could have him build weapons. Potts meets the agent Phil Colson and shield and intelligence agents. Blah 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 blah. Um, Stain's scientists cannot duplicate Stark's miniaturized arc reactor. So Stain ambushes Stark at his home and rips this thing straight from his chest. Every time they removed the arc reactor from Tony's chest, it was so gross. Yeah. That
2: whole scene with Pepper Potts reaching her hand in there with that goop.
1: It was disgusting. <laughs> that when the
0: phrase the that escalated quickly, that started as him just being like, Hey, real quick, come downstairs. And ended with her transplanting, essentially, his heart. Literally. (laughs) Oh, by the way, as the two closest... That's
2: the job. That is exactly the job of of an an executive executive assistant. assistant.
0: (laughs) And she sets clear boundaries after that. Never do that again.
1: Well, I I would like to set those boundaries right now as the two closest people in my life. (laughs) If you ever need me to do something that could potentially be life-threatening I'd like to know at the top well (laughs) I don't want to be halfway through and then be like no 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 no. yep that mistake you just made is killing me I mean I
0: (laughs) am married to you and I never want to reach inside of you in that way
1: (laughs) (laughs) to pull out my uh chest battery
2: I got you on that one yeah at least once you'd be
1: like whatever yeah
0: Also the fact that he gives her no instructions before she does things so that he's like, oh, by the way, don't pull out the, oh, nope, that's what I, like, you're not going to lead with, we have to be careful before we
1: do this because it could kill me. So I'm going to disagree a little bit. For for me, I would like to know, I would like to know that this could kill you. For some people, that might be the smartest choice is to not let them know how serious so that then they don't go. Like for a Pepper Potts, it might make more sense to be like, get this whole thing out, get it back in and be like, "Whoo! that was an incredibly life threatening thing that you just did. But because I didn't tell you how serious it was, you weren't shaky. You were just removing it. Like I kind of liked the way they did that, but I would be insanely upset. Uh, I I do.
0: The whole movie, we all kept commenting. I don't know if you two remember, but we were all <laughs> continuously commenting wow. that this movie shows oh, I don't remember. <laughs> we, how it shows Tony Stark being the actual hero, like I'm, un- He is a great hero. Right, like, he builds his own suit. He is the smartest in the room. He builds something in a cave that these guys cannot, like... They
1: basically have it in front of them, and they're still like, how did he do it? He (laughs) he has a great characteristic, which is, like, to clean up his own messes, whether they're his fault or not. Like, he goes to Afghanistan to get those missiles back, even though Obadiah Stane was the one who sent them. Like, he finishes his father's work. He, like... He's a good, pr- and he, sacri- like he sacrifices himself above all others. He's a good hero. I don't know what your guy's problem is. <laughs> I don't know why you have to hate such a rich, attractive, hot guy.
2: <laughs> I don't know. He's short. I don't like short guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> With a deer-spotting flashlight in his chest. Yeah. Uh, so Stane's scientist cannot duplicate the thing, so he rips it out of uh, Stark's chest. Uh, Potts and several S.H.I.E.L.D. agents attempt to arrest Stain, but he dons his suit and attacks them. So he has built like a suit more similar to the one that Tony has in the beginning of the movie, and mm-hmm. it's humongous. They put the um, the arc reactor in the suit. Stark fights Stain, but is outmatched with this new... Okay, so then we get to the end where this huge fight scene between the Great two of them. fight scene. Um, It's also set up really well because like halfway through the movie, Stark makes a second chest thing that's more powerful than the first one he made. But that's the one the bad guy now has. So he has to work off of his like, you know, essentially his burner phone. And (laughs) he, they have this huge fight scene. The fight scene is so well done. Did you have any CGI moments in this where you were like, that CGI is dated? I famously...
2: I feel like that... Is what Andy was talking about all last night. Andy,
1: I was really struggling. You have a real sensitivity to like bad CGI. Well, like, okay. So
0: we recently rewatched the Spider-Man movies and I was like, wow, I thought this was good. Uh, So I had the same reaction with Iron Man. There were moments where his, not so much the suit. The suit usually looked pretty good and realistic. Nine times out of ten. That it was when, like, the arc reactor was in his body when he was, like, shirtless and in the early testing of the suit. Basically, any time his face needed to be shown with any kind of mechanics, it was bad. And especially knowing what it becomes. How did you feel about it?
2: I'm quite easily fooled.
1: I am too. I I really don't. Like,
2: I can tell when CGI is bad, but I guess it just doesn't bother me. And
1: I can't even tell when it's bad. I mean, I can tell when it's horrible, but I can't tell when it's, like, not that great. It was a breath away from seeing wires at certain times. (laughs) There was a moment where he's sitting on the couch and it's just his arm in the suit that I noticed it. But I don't think I would have noticed it if I had not been watching it with you and I know how bad CGI can really take you out of a movie. Well,
0: and I'm only, only bringing it up because like Marvel, it's, it's fascinating because like Marvel is so, makes so much money that now anything like that would be unforgivable Mm -hmm. because it's like, but for an independent at that time, first film, like I can't imagine how much money and time and effort went into all of that. So like they still get major props, but some of the. Although, just I have
1: heard criticisms that Marvel CGI is not the best CGI. Like, people, people will f- say that while it's really, really good, they, of all the superhero genres and stuff, while DC's, like, scripts and stuff are terrible, they have better CGI. I
0: mean, DC had to CGI off henry cavill's mustache because they couldn't figure
1: out a contract so like
2: oh wow
1: so okay so they're good at it but by the way don't you think a fake mustache would take precedent over like trying to cgi out a mustache like don't you think like it would be easier for this other film to, to s- glue a mustache oh on i'm you. sure
0: the film were just I I'm pro that film that was like nope he has to keep it. Wouldn't uh-huh. it be easier to come up with a very quick reason why Superman in this movie has a mustache? Yeah, that's not if he, I would not think. if
1: it's like a sh- scene that's shot between two non-mustache scenes. <laughs> like for five minutes out the day he has a full mustache, the rest <laughs> of the day he does not have a. Mustache. That would be That's part so of his disguise,
2: funny. right? Anyway. That's whole thing. I mean, if D-
1: <laughs> it's just
0: funny that DC can flex their CGI skills, but then, like, we can be like, yeah, it really came in handy when you had to do that. Like, yeah. Lo- <laughs> losers. lose hers. Also, what
1: about the the VFX artist who gets put on mustache duty? For right? Every shot meticulously, like, erasing his oh mustache.
2: My you get God. to spend a lot of time
0: with Henry Cavill's face, though.
1: That.
2: I don't think he's hot. Me either.
1: Yeah. Yikes! But that is DC, and it's we don't talk about that. Two to
2: one here. I'm gonna have to go with majority
1: rule. I, I do think he is objectively oh, you gorgeous. I just think he's. Go
2: back on what you just said. I can just say. Said. Well,
1: here's the thing.
0: Here's the afraid thing. of getting attacked by the gay community. I
1: I'm absolutely not, not because I don't know them. <laughs> I, I can, I can, I can relate. Like, okay, this person is objectively attractive, but it's the wrong recipe for me. You know what I mean? Like Zac Efron, objectively attractive. I disagree. Couldn't care less about it.
2: Unattractive, objectively. But
1: then Mark Ruffalo, I'm so attracted he to. He can get it. He could get it. <laughs> That's no shade to Mark Ruffalo, but like bet- between him and Henry Cavill, I would say we're in the minority.
2: Do you think?
1: I think many more people okay, would rather jump so the bones. So would
2: of, you rather Paul Rudd or Chris Evans...
0: Chris Evans. Paul, Paul Rudd.
2: <laughs> Paul Rudd, if you're listening, I'm 32.
1: Would you rather Obadiah Stane <laughs> or Tony Stark? Tony Stark. Ooh. Yeah.
2: Uh, why is that even? Why are you Because Obadi-
1: about... <laughs> Obadiah's
0: got that scene in that purple open robe where he calls Ew, Tony, FaceTiming him in
1: the morning. And Jeff, who plays him? Jeff Bridges? Yeah. He's the jacked dude. in this.
2: Gross, man. He's.
1: <laughs> I do love a He's bald what? guy. I what do love he? a bald guy with a full beard. What is he? He's bald. He's bald. <laughs> I'm sorry, <David. laughs> oh, I love a bald guy with a full beard.
2: Why? I don't it's
1: know. Like,
2: it's like a, a whisper because of away the, from the break
1: dancing they can do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think you meant to say square dancing. <laughs>
1: I was picturing their bald head, like spinning on their heads, like full eighties. Beards
2: that are too long are gross.
1: Beards that are too long are gross, but I don't think his beard is too long.
2: Way too long.
1: Well, Tony Stark has. He's also my grandfather's. Tony Stark has origami facial hair in this movie,
2: (laughs) and I commented on that. I'm not discriminating. (laughs) He also has a
1: giant hole in his chest, which that would be so weird you're having sex with somebody and you hear, you know like when your phone just hums? Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's like that ambient noise.
1: You're trying to sleep. You're like, what the fuck, a robot? Is this guy got to plug in? <laughs> <laughs> oh. So then we get to the very end of this fight scene and um, Tony essentially, the big, big moment is that Pepper Park, or Pepper Parks.
2: Peter Piper, Pepper Potts.
1: Pe- Pepper Potts overloads this arc <laughs> reactor that where... <laughs>
2: so fucking funny yeah what's so funny over
1: there it's just you
0: Pepper Potts picks a peck of pickled arc reactors and she (laughs) 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 Uh,
1: well what I was saying before I was rudely interrupted by the man who splits income with me Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 70-30 I'm the thirty. Um, so uh, Pepper Potts overloads this arc reactor. Tony sacrifices himself because he said, "Like, fucking blow my do ass off if it will blow this guy up." Yeah. And I do love Tony. That's Stark. hot. That's yeah. hot. I love yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony
2: Stark. But but did we? Are we gonna talk about? His fucking cool line. This is when he won me over. When Ooh, they're going was high, it? high up in the sky.
0: Oh yeah, we skipped over that. We
2: shouldn't. Have you solved the? Or how'd you solve the ice problem? <laughs> uh, <laughs> ice problem. <laughs> 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 he literally does like. Just a, a fucking smart Obadiah.
1: <laughs> he does a banana peel like split, or like a trip in space, like. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, Um, and then they win he this guy gets blown up. Tony Stark goes to do another oh and then it really ends with this. And this was a fucking baller move and way to end a movie. He does a press conference. It's revealed that he is alive and he has survived this Tony has. Um and he's doing a press conference where he at the very end of the press conference this this reporter is back. She's back to like fuck up all his shit again. Um And she essentially says, you really expect us to believe that this was just some random person, blah, blah, blah. And then Tony Stark ends the movie by just saying, I am Iron Man. And the whole crowd goes nuts.
2: They lose it.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: in the movie and also the fan base, I've read a bunch of stuff of how that was so revolutionary. And that was uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s idea. And that is kind of what put this movie on the map and sent it into the whole right direction. Which is interesting because, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen MCU or some of the Spider-Man movies, they are about to do the exact same thing with outing Spider-Man, but apparently it's going not as
1: well. This is a weird thing in Marvel Comics, too, that like Spider-Man's really the only one with a secret identity. And I don't know why everybody's cool with everybody else's identity, but then when... Spider Man's is really there. People like I have. Kind I guess maybe as a kid
2: issue with Tom Holland. He's one. He might. Mm, I, he might be my favorite Spider Man, but like the way he's this Spider Man is played to me is like meek and weak and like kind of an idiot, like fucking shit up all the time. Sure,
1: it is interesting to have him not be like a super science person and have him just be kind of like Adobe kid.
0: Yeah, like he must be. He must be super intelligent. Cause, but we don't
2: like a savant because he's like very Einstein like couldn't yeah. tie his shoes they do but set like, him up to be
1: like the next Iron Man they kind of set him up to step into that role he's supposed to like become
0: a leader so we have to see him fumble I first I mean he
2: is like what 15 yeah. like how old is he
1: Holy shit! Yeah,
0: it's just, it's it's interesting. I do think, and then we get a post bumper scene. Though, we do right? get a
1: post bumper scene, which we have to develop some sort of running post bumper thing, like yeah. post bumper game or post bumper notice. This this post bumper is literally just introducing Nick Fury. Tony walks into his apartment, and Nick Fury says he wants to discuss the Avengers Initiative.
2: And that's where it all began.
1: And that's where it all began. That's
0: where I have to give it to them that. Between Coulson and Nick Fury, it was like, this was a plan. And
1: something we learned through watching a little documentary before this, or like a little section of a special, is that in the comics, the new iteration of Nick Fury was based off of Samuel L. Jackson before Samuel L. Jackson played Nick Fury. So the writers loved Samuel L. Jackson so much that they were like, we should make Nick Fury after him. Like, his personality and stuff. If
2: I... If and when I die and they make a movie about my life, I want every character to be played by Samuel L. Jackson...
0: He's in so many movies, it's actually probably going to happen. A
1: biopic about your life where every character is played by Samuel L. Jackson is the funniest thing I've ever heard (laughs) in my (laughs) entire life. You wouldn't want Eddie Murphy? You as a kid in a little wig with pigtails.
2: Naked in the sandbox. All
1: like white people hair on all the wigs, but Samuel L. Jackson's doing it. That is so funny. He plays your teacher. He plays your... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he plays your ex boyfriend. Right? He has a sex One scene with show. himself. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Samuel L. Jackson could do not. I he think could of do anything. The
2: wigs. Oh, man.
1: Or a movie of just Samuel L. Jackson in wigs. <laughs> is so funny to me.
2: Never draw attention to the wigs, though. It's a very serious movie. Very, with very, very serious bad movie. Wigs. Very. B- <laughs> In it's a very
0: serious movie where Samuel Jackson. Cartoony plays drag terrible. bad wigs. <laughs> very My
2: serious. life is very serious. <laughs> very.
1: Ugh. So how did we feel about the movie after watching it? Did it hold up? Were we fans of it? Yeah. Scale of one to ten.
2: Compared to other Marvel movies? Or just in general, or, as a movie as it stands? Um six. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's not. There a was a favorite. lot.
2: Of, I mean, there was just. I remember halfway. Th- I felt like halfway through the movie, I was like, this guy is still like stuck in a cave. Yeah. Why haven't we that moved from this true. cave? For sure. I was also very high. And when I'm high, I lose time. <laughs>
1: so. he, or do, I gain time. We can't did tell. say we did say when we watched this. I was like, "This movie's been on for five minutes. He's already been captured by terrorists." So right. like, it you opens know, with I, him getting captured by my terrorists. Heart can't
2: take it.
0: <laughs> I think it's a good movie. uh better than its sequels
2: for sure.
1: Yeah. It's like an eight. Oh, okay, it's good. I'm gonna give it a ten. And <laughs> this, is, this is my problem. And This listeners. is Andy's problem is th- there are with Marvel movies, particularly, I choose to like them before he's ever seen before. Them. I, it's the one sort of thing in my life where I'm like, I love this so much that I want to love it. And I'm just going to let myself love it. And I can't wait bad, to listen. I love it.
0: I cannot wait to listen to your episode of The Incredible Hulk. I don't know who's doing that with you or. But if you give that movie a 10 out of
1: 10. Uh, What if I gave every movie a 10?
2: (laughs) What a funny bit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I will do it now. This is a 10 um, for me. I really liked, and I will say, I really, actually really, really liked this. I liked Tony more. This made me like him more than uh, like, as he continues to go through, like some of the choices that still held up. Um, Like he always is the one to sacrifice himself. He's always like, Willing to clean up his own mess.
2: Okay, but I counter with this. What is he doing it for? His own glory or to actually help people? Is he actually a good person or does he love the limelight?
0: We learn through future movies where his actions
1: take us. And I counter with I, Tanya (laughs) (laughs) Alien.
2: Also a great movie. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I think I do get the feeling that he does this because he feels guilt. Why he feels it like after it's come to his doorstep and he Mm -hmm. doesn't feel it like when he's dealing these arms forever. That's just one Mm -hmm. of the things I'm willing to overlook to like these movies. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, All right. Let's ask a couple of the questions we've, we uh, like whittled down the questions we used to ask with the Disney shows um, to just really our, our hits and our classics because We cannot be spending 15 minutes asking questions at the end of this podcast anymore. So question number one. Um, Who in this movie has hot dad energy?
2: Nobody. (laughs) 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 Not a a one.
1: Uh, I think Tony has hot dad energy. Mm -mm. No. Tony seems like somebody... uh, I guess. Hot
0: dad energy... It's not in it.
1: Obadiah Stane? You know what? No.
2: Obadiah Stane is scary uncle energy. He is scary
1: uncle energy.
2: You don't want to get into an argument with him. You kind of feel like he would hit you. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: know? Oh, I know who is hot dad He'd offer dad you a beer behind the garage. The doctor in the cave, hot dad
1: energy. The one who sacrifices himself. Yeah, he's
0: like tell my daughter I love her. He oh. might not say that, but in my head he said that. Like tell my daughter I love her. No, no well, he His family was dead. Oh.
1: He said I have a. a collection oh yeah, he's of-
0: gonna join them. Yeah. yeah. He and he's oh, he's very cute. Oh, that was oh, really God. that was a good
1: scene. There and it's to the describe dad it. It's the thing for me. To des- I- yeah to describe <laughs> it he. Uh, sacrifices himself for Tony, to and Tony dad. can't stop him from doing it. But Tony does find him after the, like after he breaks free, and this d- guy says essentially like, "My family has been killed, and I'm going to go join them now." And we were all on the couch, like crying. this is what I always
0: plan to do. Yeah. That's hot dad energy.
1: Yeah, um, I would say that uh, part of me wants to say that Tony has hot dad energy, but I think you're right; it's more Playboy energy. Um, so then I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Happy and his hairline. Because choosing a hairline like that seems like something only a dad could do. Who in this movie could be easily replaced with Rosie O'Donnell?
0: Jarvis would be such a great. Rosie. <laughs> that would be so funny, including when he becomes Vision.
2: I think Obadiah Stane.
0: Oh sure. I could you imagine has- Rosie in a uh, Iron Man yes. costume? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs>
1: Rosie O'Donnell, honestly, he's so versatile. Yeah. And then on that note, who's who's could be replaced by Danny DeVito? Obadiah oh, oh. Stanley. <laughs> you know who would be really funny? I want funny? Danny DeVito in that suit. I don't, Iron Man. I want him to be replaced by the leader of the terrorist organization. <laughs> like, I love the idea of Danny DeVito coming into the cave like, and <laughs> being like, we're expecting a missile. Uh, or just. <laughs> and he has the ability to address the things that aren't lining up. He's like, why do you have a light in your chest? <laughs>
2: Are we not talking about that? <laughs> <laughs> I love Danny DeVito.
1: Danny, Vito, Danny DeVito is great. He should be turned into an MCU Marvel hero.
2: Oh, He played Penguin, right?
1: He's got the chops.
2: He that What a frightening, frightening character. Great
1: role. Yeah. Oy, oy, oy. That
2: makeup. I hope they won an award for that.
1: Yeah. Uh, so ultimately, I think it's a great way to start off the MCU. Um, thank you both so much for being here.
2: Thanks for having us.
1: Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Disney Adult is part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. That is the Tridentnetwork.com. And also, don't forget to follow Disney Adult on Instagram at at disney.adult.podcast.